All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, 
If you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Herb Revital Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, if we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love, free of judgment, in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Hey, bubble buds. <laughs> what? Hey, I think that's cute. That's good. You want to have a little bubble butt? Bubble butts and glittery twats. Hey. Now you you took and talking about what? Bubble butts and glitter twats. Hey, the welcome. glitter twat. Welcome back. How's it going? Welcome back. How's it going? How's your weekend? What's tea? My weekend um has been chill. Good. I had to resurrect myself. Resurrection weekend. I had to resurrect from Coachella and everything that happened before that because um a lot was happening. Yeah. So yeah, it's been a chill weekend. Didn't do much outside of relax. That's good. Relax and restore. We need those moments where we can just chill and, you know, ease on into some shit. Recalibrate. Recalibrate. Yeah. So this was a recalibrating weekend. How was yours? It was the same. Um, I laid in the bed until like 1.30 on Saturday. Well, like 1. And I just watched Game of Thrones and just chilled and, you know, just Mm -hmm. rested because um, nose is about to be to the ground even more. Yeah, it is. And I, I had that in mind with this weekend. I was like, not going to do much this weekend because I know after this weekend passes, it's back to business. Seriously. We don't have many weekends where we can just chill. So it was nice. Yeah. And after I came back from running my two little errands, I got back in the bed. Same. Well, once I got back, back home, I did the um the clean because... Mm-hmm. Apartment Shit was a was mess. In sh- yeah, in shambles. Sometimes that happens. Yeah, apartment was a mess. Yeah, so new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. What's up? So, um, last week in tea, uh, we found out that Insecure is not coming back until 2020. Disappointing, but you know what? I had a feeling. I had a feeling because there was nothing circulating. Usually, they're like recording. Writer's room. Yes, writers' room. We're filming. There was none of that. So, yeah. and then I know that they're all working on separate projects. So already I was like, um, where's Insecure? Yeah. When where are we? Are we where, when are we coming back? And we wanted to go to the Insecure Fest. Oh, they might, they'll do it now. Probably 2020. 2020 okay. is already going to be a, a late, lot happening in 2020. Yeah. Here for it. We're okay. gearing up for the 2020 experience. Yeah. So, yes, um, that was a little sad but you know what they're working it's a good reason why they're not here because they're working somebody tried to say Issa was pregnant no she shut that down I don't think so oh what she say nah girl she was like dang I didn't suck my my stomach in during my press run and y'all done impregnated me oh leave her alone Issa's a real good girl yeah so um 2020 so next did you watch homecoming girl you know I watched it <laughs> You know I watched it. You know I watched it. It took all of me to not stay up, but I was like, I can't. I cannot be dragged at work. Oh, you mean the day it dropped? The on day Netflix? it dropped because I had already just gotten back to work day one. It came out that Wednesday, right? Yes. So I was like, you know what? I can't be. I'm already dragged because um, drugs, Coachella, shit. You yeah. know, like just dealing Drags. with life. And I'm like, I can't. It's gonna be too hard for me to really bounce back like two, three did with four, five. 
I'm like, I can't. I knew I couldn't. I can barely stay up past 9 p.m. on a regular day. So I was like, that's going to be my treat on Thursday after work. Yeah, it was my Thursday treat. No, it dropped on Wednesday, Tuesday at Wednesday at midnight. So I watched it Wednesday after oh, work. Oh, that's why I couldn't. Yeah, I watched it Wednesday after work. So, um. Same. I had my sunflower seeds. I was like, come on, girl. Dead. You know, then and then I found myself up like I was watching a tour documentary. You know, with the tour, you be dancing with everything. Shit, I'm going to have all those moves on deck. The album. Well, the album was moved me more than I expected. Yeah. I was like, okay, the album's hitting different. Yeah, it hit different. When I was listening to the album, it had geared me up for um, the actual documentary. So I listened to the album at work. And then when I got home, I watched the documentary. And um, I did think it was going to be more. Same. More documentary, less performance. More docu. Although I, I'm not mad. No, I of course appreciated not. it, but and the difference is because we were at Beachella last year. You know one thing, side note: I hate when people say Beachella. I know, or or Beyonce, or I mean like Bay. Bay, it'd be like B. yeah, I know. So we were at Beachella, Beachella. Yeah. <laughs> we were at Beachella last year. Yeah, we was at Coachella where Beyonce was performing, and um, when you're there. It's not You're, the same. It's not the same. Like immediately I felt the, the iconic energy when she came out walking. I was like, dang, look at this. I, we didn't even know it was Beyonce at, at that point when she first came out strutting. And then I'm like, no, 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 bitch. That's her. Because we were so. So you guys know that Coachella, if, if you don't know, has tens of thousands of people. More than tens of thousands. Lots Probably of Probably hundreds of thousands. No. What? It's not no hundreds. Probably like twenty thousand people. Girl, bye. Twenty or thirty thousand people. Google you think? it. Yeah. Okay. Um, but there's like tens of thousands of people, and we didn't take the necessary or extra steps to like move up to be super close because it's virtually impossible unless you're like camping out the whole day and there's other people that we wanted to see before we saw Beyonce. So we were towards the back when we were looking off of the screens. We were watching Beyonce's Coachella performance on the screens. So already that kind of distorts. It is 100,000, just so you know. Oh, how many? Well, it was in 2017 to two weekend total was 2,500. I mean, 250,000 people. And um, yeah, they raised the attendance cap from about 199,000 to 126,000 every year. Okay. So well. it's about 125,000 people out there. Yeah, so like I was saying, we were watching the performance from the screens, which um, you don't get to capture the full essence yeah, of the, all the nuance, the of details. The performance because you're so far away. And also, like, something that I want to not do next year is try to record and watch the performance. You just need to put my goddamn phone down and tap in. And you're going back and forth like, oh, my God, look how good he is or look how good they are and singing and dancing and moving around and twirling and doing everything else. You might be smoking a little weed, lighting the blunt. It, it Shit <laughs> happens. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you miss all the little fine details that make the performance what it is. So it was nice. Point what I was saying is yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I didn't see. And we left early too. So we, we didn't did. really see the full performance. I guess I'm going to have to go to my grave with that. <laughs> take, I mean, that's the truth. We did. We did, I didn't We didn't see the full thing. So even when I was listening to the album, I was like, oh, we got like about, did this too. Mm -hmm. we, we watched like half of it. A little more than half and then we dipped. So, um. But it was nice to see it all in one thing. I was, I was moved. Yeah. I was I wanted starting to, to cry. become emotionally moved yeah. while I was watching it because. Just her explaining her intent and reasoning behind why she did that type of performance and how she was the first black headliner. Man, Beyonce. And all of the detail that went into the shit. Really makes you want to step your pussy game up. Period. What have I been doing? <sighs> Nothing. I immediately pulled out a magnifying glass and started putting it over the shit I've been doing. And I'm like, I'm not doing enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Beyonce is a whole different type of machine. She's crazy. That that watching that tears, did tears you, wanted to flow. Did you um hear that? That's just one of the documentaries coming from Beyonce's deal with Netflix. She's supposed to have two more. Yeah, a three part um series. That so she I don't got know paid. what else. Crazy money. I don't know what else she's been documenting. Maybe the um the wedding. Ooh, you think so? I mean, we got there's footage. You know, Beyonce Maybe does on little... the run tour. Maybe the on the run tour. Oh, possibly. And then if what it's else the are we wedding, getting? If it's the wedding, bitch. We're probably going to get something the way Maybe we got. Maybe like the birth of the twins. <gasps> Remember when Beyonce did that when she first had Baby Blue and we seen her for that first time? What was that about? That we just got that just off the rip, huh? Just that off the strength? That was HBO special. I yeah. know, but just off the strength? 
just something she gifted us with because she's <laughs> she just considers us sometimes she does sometimes she sometimes just, she doesn't sometimes she doesn't and that's the thing that's what i like about beyonce she says i'll tell you what i want to tell you and when my I'm time tell you. packaged how i want it to be packed yes so you know i don't know what she's preparing for us with these next two netflix whatever but i will be here i will be consuming it and i will be inspired be inspired we always are inspired <laughs> I will get some inspiration. We're always inspired. It. Wow. So, um, we're excited. I don't know when the other shit is dropping, but you know, hmm. it, it's there. Period. It's there. And she was at Gremlin doing a homecoming. No, I don't know what another. that entailed. I Maybe don't that'll be on the docu. Mm. Mm. Give it to us. Just you know, give it to I, us. I always say if I would have went to an HBCU, I for sure would have been one of the band girl dancers. Oh. oh, that had my name written all over it. Did baby. it? I can't really buck yes. that low. I can't buck oh, that low. Oh, I would have been. Bucking? Bucking, knucking and bucking and Come ready on. to fight. Yes. Okay. So, um, enjoyed that. Thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah, it was good. A Another. Moment. This was just the week, week of discovery and gifts. We also just, I was today years old. Today years old. Whatever day years old I was <laughs> when we found out that Lil Yachty, a.k.a. Lil Boat. Lil Boat. Wrote Act Up by the City Girls. Now, real not, last bitch, give a fuck by the nigga, big Birkenback. Now the memes, the memes, the memes the, is what took me out. Once we seen that black fighter that with the pink boots, you know the ones that the the little fish who was like, if somebody come up to me, I'ma fight him, and he was flipping and twirling with the pink boots on. I didn't see that. What? The and they were like Lil Yachty writing act up. The, the one, one that was, was funny to me is when it was that little another little fish, and he was like, <laughs> Yeah, I eat my piece of cabbage. I eat my rice and cabbage. <laughs> Um, it's true that I'm a bad bitch. Yes. Yes, I eat my rice and cabbage. And they said that's how little Yachty looked when he wrote In it. the studio, girl. They yes. had me in tears. So he mm. wrote Act Up. You know, not foreign, not uncommon, not unheard of for no. someone else to ghostwrite. But that led me to think, can somebody ghostwrite me a track, a hit track? Give me a fire beat. Give me the words to say, I can deliver it. And you know, they tell you the cadence, they give they you give it you all. They give you everything because he records, they were usually record a reference track. So all you got to do is just mimic what they do. Maybe put your own little twist on it. He said that JT wrote one of her final verses, but, um, I would have yeah. taken the full thing. Little boat, just give me, um, my shit to say and I'll be done. Yeah. I wish I could find it. Um, the meme. Yeah. It's that guy who like basically was doing the. He had those hot pink boots on thigh boots and he was flipping and twirling. Yeah. Come on, you seen him. I didn't see that. <sighs> they were like Yachty in the studio writing act up. I could just imagine him. Real ass bitch, give, give a, a fuck about a nigga. nigga. Big Birkin bag, hoe, five, five, six figures. figures. Stripes on my ass, so he caught his pussy ticker. Fucking on Look at Gatsby. He's like, why are He's you like, slapping yourself? What the fuck is she doing? Yeah, but yeah. So I'm, he, sec he secured his bag off of that. Oh, that's done. That's a done daughter. He for sure secured his bag. So. That sucks. So, yeah. That was the tea this week, basically. Mm-hmm. Little nuggets of black excellence. It's just funny when we get to, you know, we learn shit and we hear about it. It's like, yes. Yes. Okay. You know, I will say that I'm happy that a brother wrote it because sometimes those others be writing for our people. Like, Saweetie has a um, few Caucasian writers. Really? Yeah, and I'm like. Mm, if, if a if a white man said fucking on a scamming ass rich ass nigga, hit different. Hit different, yeah. Yes. I mean, now we need to find somebody. Seriously, if you're a ghostwriter out there, you're looking for new talent, new people to give your shit it's to. It's us. Here. It's us. Here and now. We can perform. Just tell Period. us what. Oh, girl, don't let I nobody slide no tracks. Because if Saweetie, if she, if she didn't write my type. I don't know. If she it's a problem. That. Right. Because at this point, just give it to us. Please. God, it's not fair. Yeah, we need to um put that energy out. Come on. Okay, so. Ay, ay, ay. Moving right along here. You all should know what point we're at in the show. Mm -hmm. We're at the point where we request your offering. We're accept we're taking offering. Mm -hmm. This is the ratings and reviews. So the ratings and reviews are what helps keep this show going. We heavily rely and depend on those. They are the way that you show us that you're feeling the show, that it's providing and adding value to your life. It's your payment. Which is our intent here when we come here every week. That's all we want to do. 
We want to give you a little value and receive some in return. Mm -hmm. So we receive in the form of these ratings and these reviews. Mm -hmm. And a way we show our appreciation is uh, Brittany picks out something to read to you guys every mm -hmm. week. Yeah. So here we are. Take it away. Okay. So this week, this comes from an anonymous mommy because mm -hmm. um she just typed a bunch of letters. <laughs> so I don't think she wanted us to know who she was, but that's okay. We receive these all the same, whether you stay who you are or you're hidden. We love them all. So good topics, good laughs, good vibes. I've been subscribed for a while, but I never wrote a review because I never knew what to say. Y'all have been changing my life. Hmm. You are a part of who I am. You are a part of who I'm becoming. So shout out to God for helping me find y'all. It's a great podcast and great merchandise. The most beautiful souls. Thanks, y'all. Thank, Thank you. you. Just so you know, anonymous. Why you gotta be anonymous? <laughs> um, when this when this popped up, tears were in your eyes. Tears. I called Brittany. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Review hit different. It did. Once she, she thanked said, God. Thinking, yeah. Once she said shout out to God, I'm like, okay. Once she said we're a part of who she's becoming, <sighs> Michelle. Touched. Obama. Touched. Exactly. We were touched. Exactly. I'm so, like, yeah, you know thank what? You. Um, Doing the Lord's work. Yeah. Sorry we don't know who you are. But it's okay. Maybe you'll reveal yourself sometimes. We know you in spirit. Yes. We do. In spirit. So thank you um, to, to you, Mommy, and thank you to all the other mommies who took the time to leave our rating, to leave us a rating and review. We also saw that a mommy said, keep the journal prompt coming. So, so that's what we going to do. That's what we're going to do. Uh-huh. So, um, our else? next little announcement, like we do every week, we just want to let you know that there's another safe space for you available on Facebook. You can join us in the secret Facebook group, the black girl bravado pod, homegirl hangout podcast, homegirl hangout. So you can connect with other homegirls, chat about whatever it is you want. Um, we drop in and say little shit, leave little shit. And, uh, yeah. It's just another another platform for you to connect with us with yeah. us on. Mm -hmm. Join us over there. Yeah. So, um, you know, we dropped a bomb this. Hey. We dropped a bomb. Dun, 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 yes. Bang. We dropped a bomb. We finally revealed all the details to the event that we've been um, sprinkling a little tea here and there about. It is called "Keep That Same Energy" and energy healing experience with the Black Girl Bravado, and uh, we want you all there. Honestly. Honestly, truly, let, let me, me tell you something. <laughs> Honest, the, the the early bird tickets are gone, beloved. You guys sold those out in one day. Floored. Wasn't expecting it. We we weren't. Don't we're, know we're how, keeping, but you did it. If we're keeping it 100, we were not expecting those tickets to go in one day. But um, if that's a testament to the way they're moving, <laughs> if you're planning on attending. If that's a testament to the way God's moving. If you're planning on attending this event, I wouldn't sleep. Um, Don't sleep on We you. tried to give you guys a little hint so you could gather a kitty. Um, not that it's, you know, just breaking the bank, but mm -hmm. you know, coins are allocated elsewhere. We tried to give you a little bit of warning and we did give a little bit of a discount with the early bird. But now that those are gone, once the rest of these birds fly, that's, that's it. it. We don't have no more. We do not. We absolutely have no more tickets. We're not trying to play and sprinkle a little here and there. We Literally, are not. Yeah. Once these are gone. That's um, it. That's it. So let's tell you a little bit about the event just in case you weren't listening. Right. This is about, like we said, healing our energy. Energy rules everything around us. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have a discussion about what energy is and how it can be healed through Reiki healing. Kind of demystifying and taking away the woo-woo shit because, mm -hmm. you know, so if, we're, if we're not privy to, to some shit, we might think it doesn't apply to us. But we're here to let you know. That is here for the taking. Yeah. And uh, along with those tools about like Reiki and Oracle readings, um, we're going to be offering those services. Or not us, not us. Don't come up to me asking me to read your shit. <laughs> but we have some healers some who will be present. Yeah. Certified healers who will be assisting you and guiding you with releasing and uh, rebalancing and refreshing your energetic source yourself. Um, so those services will be offered. We are having a salt. There's a salt room. There's a salt room. Yes. Because there's healing through that. Healing. Too. Okay. Germany and I have personally sat in that salt room and we had to damn near be dragged out. Mm -hmm. We could have been in there all day. Yeah. So we're opening up the space to you because we so great. 
greatly benefited from it. And we know that you will too. So there will be that. Yeah. There'll be um, some custom opportunity to make custom bath soaks so you after can take, you have your yeah, readings, you your Oracle, your Reiki home. reading. Exactly. Continue your journey, your healing journey. Do some soaking, rest your twat, whatever, <laughs> whatever you want to do. Okay. Whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I, I, hey. Yes. Love next. Yes. <laughs> and, and on top of all of that, um, you guys know we like to eat. We mm-hmm. like to eat good shit. Mm-hmm. We like to eat cute shit. Yeah. There's going to be some of that there for you. High vibrational vegan eats prepared by an amazing chef. Desserts. Desserts prepared Plenty by an wine. amazing dessert chef. Plenty of wine. Plenty. Your cup will run it over. And you wine. know, the girls have been asking, is this a 21 and over event? This is not a 21 and over event. Of course, if you're 21 and over, drink something. Then you get the full service. You get to drink something. Exactly. If you aren't, we still want you to come. Just don't be up in there trying to drink. Please. We will be monitoring that because y'all ain't going to get us caught up. <laughs> Hell no. You ain't going to get us caught up. Uh-uh. You're just playing not. us. So we'll be checking your ID. Yeah. To, um, we're really your older sisters confirm, at night. Yeah. To confirm that you can partake in the wine. But I mean, if everything's okay, we're going to sip a little bit, twerk a little bit. Twerk we have, a lot we of have it. found a way to um, include twerking. <laughs> so that will be a part of an event feature as well. Yes. It's not on the flyer, but just know twerking will be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, grab your tickets. Like we said, once the ones are gone, they're gone. Yeah. So um, I wouldn't sleep. I wouldn't Don't wait. Don't sleep. Grab I your ticket. I wouldn't take my time. <laughs> if I knew I wanted to go. I would just bite the bullet and get the ticket and then, you know, figure out the rest. So <laughs> figure out the rest. The tickets, you can now we've talked about the event. The tickets are available at, on our website. There's a link for you. The blackgirlbravado.com backslash events. Down in the show notes. And it'll take you everywhere you need to go to get, get put your coin in and get your ticket. Yeah. Period. We want to see you. We want to give some hugs. Yeah, we want to meet as many people as we can in real life. People have been asking us, are we taking this show on the road? Um, let's just get let us just eventually get through this but first. hometown gotta be taken and care. let us just get through this first yeah. because at first we thought we were going to be there alone but now that we see that people are showing up we can keep moving our feet yeah. so we'll 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 follow up with that after this um just crossing one bridge at a time with mm-hmm. the help of our lord mm-hmm. so, so yeah exciting uh what else what else are we doing a little recap um yeah Okay. Let's do it. Last week. Last week. So, um, last week we had an episode. It was episode 93. Ah, I can't believe we're almost to 100 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> yeah. Episode 93 was true life. I'm envious of my friends. And the truth is a lot of us will envy our friends and our peers at some point in our lives. So in last week's episode, we chatted about the reasons you might feel envious and offer some tips and suggestions to help you overcome those feelings and start finding the value in your own life. We did. It was good. It was good. Someone retweeted it and said, um, this may be for you and that's okay. Yes. Just do the work. Do the work. Yeah. And that's all we want you to do with these episodes. We're not trying to call nobody out and make you feel bad. We just want you to recognize where there's some work that can be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Of okay. course. So. Before we jump into this week's episode. Yeah. We want to take a quick break and remind you about some cool shit. Yes. So last week we told you all about the new bras that we found and how they kept our titties together at Coachella. Yeah, third love. Yes. So this week we're back at it again. Back at it again with the third love ad. Yes. (laughs) To make sure you all don't sleep on these bras. Yeah. Really. The bras are amazing. Yeah. And let me tell you something. You want to know why this bra is cool? Tell me. Because say you ordered your bra, right? It came and you were like, this bra is not what they said it was going to be. Mm-hmm. You have 60 days before until you can return it back. Maybe you need the contour and not the t-shirt. Yes. Maybe you need the strapless. Yes. Maybe you need one where you can do the convertible and wear it as mm-hmm. a, across the body. Whatever you need, you can wash it, you can wear it. And if it doesn't meet your expectations, send the puppy back. Yeah, so there's 60 days to fall in love with it, which is a lot of time. That's a, a good enough time. Yeah, there's no stress. Get it in your house. Figure out if your titties love it. If not, send the puppy right back. Do an exchange or whatever. Another cool detail that I love about Third Love is no matter what size titty you have, perhaps you're working with the nearly A, perhaps you're working with the H. The once, <laughs> Seriously, once you choose the style of bra, the price doesn't change because of the sizing. Yes. Which is nice for our, our girls with a little more cushion for the pushing or a little more love up top. Yeah. You put my love on top. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Once you're working with a little more, honey, those bras get expensive. So at Third Love, all you have to do is take your um, perfect fit finder quiz. 
Find the bra that works for you, get your size, and don't worry about all the extra money because you need a little extra fabric. It's not fair. Yeah. It needs to be equal. In any bra, any bra. All titties matter. All titties matter. And that's that's the thing that I love because mm-hmm. I say I'm a nearly A, but they've given me a size. Yes. It's called double A. Yes. I don't have to say I'm nearly A anymore. I can now say I'm a double A. Yes. So if you've been representing for the nearly A, stop. Yes. Call yourself a double A because that's what you are. Mm-hmm. And they also, I think they go up to like a G or a J. B- they're, basically, there's something for everybody. Nearly A or... Gang, whole gang. lot of whole lot of yeah, whole lot of nearly, whole lot of near, you might be a nearly a or a gg with your gang gang <laughs> if your titties are gang gang on the gang get you a third love bra yeah okay so um so right now right now our friends over at third love they're are offering you a special special discount uh, right yes they are and we love the discounts discount 15 percent off of your first order mm. if you go to thirdlove.com slash bravado mm-hmm. okay so don't forget you want your bra you want a deal because if you just go to thirdlove.com you won't get your 15 percent off. you will not make sure you go to thirdlove.com slash bravado mm-hmm. and then they'll automatically apply your 15 percent off of whichever bra you decide to go with which is clutch yeah, so let us know. Get your bras. Um, one mommy already let us know that she ordered a bra, so she's waiting on it to come in. And yes. She's going to um, give us an update in her own personal review because mm-hmm. we want to hear from you all too. That's awesome. All right. So this week. This week. Talking about a lot of little shit here. <clears throat> yeah, so after watching the Homecoming documentary. After requesting just a hem of Beyonce's garment. Yes. Just, just a, to touch the just hem. Just a hem. Just the hem. Because that was one of the most I think universally outside of the outstanding performance, Mm -hmm. what made the performance what it was, was Beyonce's work ethic. Yeah. she. That was the underlying theme. Like, bitch, your work ethic is off the chain. Because of that, we got this. Mm -hmm. Without that, there would be no homecoming. So we were like, you know, and also with all the work that we're doing on our own, just talking about this event, talking about this event and just running this podcast in general work ethic yeah but it's very easy to work your ass off to the point where you flipped upside down and you can't even or you literally work your ass off (laughs) (laughs) ass is no longer yeah no longer present yeah you're just floating without an ass that's it okay you turn around and your ass is gone Gone. like dang now where you go right yeah we're not we're not trying to to keep our asses and we want you to keep your asses too because beyonce's ass was intact in them shorts yeah With the the little hoodie. Full, full, plump, rump ass. So that's what we want to talk about. Mm -hmm. How to work, how to put out good work, but how to keep your ass when you show up. So when you show up to work and everybody else shows up, they're like, okay, her ass still there. (laughs) The work is good, but the ass is still there. So basically what we're trying to say is we want to talk about how we can pace ourselves with Mm -hmm. our work and prevent burnout. Because that's the thing. We can become so engulfed in our work or whatever we're doing that we burn ourselves out. And then it's just like, what was all this even for? Mm -hmm. Okay. So typically we're looking at our, our, what do I want to say? Our lives. Our lives. Our general flow of life. Our general flow of life. Yeah. Um, We like to be rewarded for doing a lot of shit um, really quickly and as efficiently as possible. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, pat me on my back. Guess what? I did that assignment in this amount of time or I got all of this done and it was done in this like short amount of time. That doesn't work, guys. So what the we need. instant gratification. The instant. So what we need to do is take some advice, sound advice from our brother Nipsey. We need to start looking at our lives as a long distance as runners. Yeah, as a marathon. The marathon continues. We're marathon. We're long distance runners now. We're not the, are they called sprinters? Sprinters, yeah. Okay. Sprinters. So we're deciding that we're going to sign up to be long distance runners. Mm -hmm. We keep saying the marathon continues. So let's talk about what a marathon really looks like. Yes. You know, with long distance runners, it takes a lot of energy, a lot of energy over a great amount of time, right? We can't just get out the blocks and hella accelerate. We got to know there's a long, long journey ahead. Yes. You know, we have to prepare ourselves and have a lot of stamina, a lot of endurance because the the, the road is going to be tough. Yeah. You're going to feel like, oh, I got a lot of energy right now, but that's just going to die down. And then you need to be able to pull up from your momentum cavity. 
Mm. and burst off. You need to be able to get towards the finish line with ease. Yes. You know, you can't be huffing and puffing because you tried to sprint in the beginning. Yeah, if you hop out of those blocks like a sprinter, Mm -mm. and it may look like you're ahead initially while everybody else is behind you, but you know what will happen? The people that reserve their energy or pace themselves will eventually pass you up, and you won't even have the the energy. You won't even be able to draw from the energy to catch back up because you used all your shit in the beginning. So we need to – the big thing is is maintaining pace indefinitely, right? We need to be able to know that, like, hey – whether I, whether the finish line is two miles away or four miles away, I got enough endurance to go through all of this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We're setting our pace so that when we see the finish line, when we see it on the horizon in the distance, we can explode. For sure. Um, we talked about this book before and I believe our seasons episode. But mm-hmm, that was it. That reminds me about the book Maximize the Moment by T.D. Jakes. And he was just talking about how rest is not valued. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure like while we're doing whatever we're doing, whether it's a creative pursuit, a white man gig, taking care of a family, hell, taking care of yourself, that if you want to be productive and effective and reach your full potential, every once in a while, you got to stop, take breaks, assess what it is that you're doing. We can't be the rolling not a stopwatch all the time yeah even though i like that we love to be rollies not stopwatches but just like we were saying in the beginning of this episode we recognize that this week had to be a this weekend had to be a chill one it had to in order to effectively execute the plans that we have on the horizon bitches had to sit down and that's about honoring yourself sit Sit down down. (laughs) (laughs) that's about honoring yourself too you know like that's how you burn out when you don't listen to yourself, listen to your body and understand like, yo, I got a lot of shit to do. Yeah. A lot is coming up. Yeah. Implementing breaks is key. We'll get to that. We ain't That's there key. yet. So let's let's just jump right in and talk about how you can tell if you're burned out or if you're not moving at a healthy pace. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't realize it. Maybe you're just like, you know, bitch, I'm just getting to the back. Everybody mad. Yeah. You know, and I can't stop right now. I have a good momentum in rest. What's that? What's that? What I hate the team no sleep. Team no sleep. I I'll sleep, sleep when I'm dead. No, I'm, I'll sleep when I'm alive. Have you seen At that At that point, meme? you're not sleeping when you're dead. You're just dead. Bitch, Ain't no time to that? rise. Did you see that meme? Ain't no he is risen. Did you see you're that meme where dead. someone said, you go to sleep early like an old lady. And they said, no, I go to sleep like a motherfucker with a job. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that one. That's but me. But truth. Facts, okay? Resonance. Yes, okay. So, um... Get rid of that team no sleep shit. I'm done yes, with that. Yes, get your rest. That's so 2016. Whether it's literally sleep or just slowing down, mm-hmm. you have to get your rest. So, let's let's back to um how to tell if you're not moving at a healthy pace. Mm-hmm. So, we were doing some research, per the huge. And over at mentalhealth.net, they gave this, like, perfect acronym that can help you identify if there's some triggers that are preventing you from living a fucking functional life mm-hmm. where... There's healthy pace and you're able to prior to prioritize self-care. Okay. So the acronym is HALT. H-A-L-T. You know, stop. HALT. In drop. the name of love. So that's the word. <laughs> so H, the H in this acronym stands for hungry mm-hmm. or hunger. And this is associated with impulsively acting before you think in poor judgment. So if you find yourself doing some impulsive off the wall shit that you may have an unhealthy yes unhealthy pace okay your work life makes sense the a stands for angry and this emotion can easily be irresponsibly displaced onto others and your environment with destructive destructive results you know that feeling when you're resentful almost like damn Mm -hmm. i'm coming to work every day i'm doing all of this shit and everybody else ain't working as hard as me so then you come in with a funky ass attitude or you taking the shit home to your family yeah and you know how people come home and they're mad and it's like yo 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 right don't put that fucked up energy on me the bringing work work home home. yeah you know we love to say that don't bring that work home yes don't bring that in this house for real Mm mm-hmm so the L stands for lonely, and this feeling can easily distract you from necessary and healthful activities. Mm-hmm. You're never available. People know that you're a workaholic, so they probably don't call you to hang out or kiki for social events, or you don't even make yourself, you don't make it an option for yourself. Yeah. It's like, um, I'm lonely at the top. It's lonely. I hate that. <laughs> like, no, it doesn't have to be lonely at the top. If it's lonely at the top, it's because you made it that way. Yes. The T, the T stands for tired, and this feeling leaves you quite susceptible um, to being easily influenced without using using your good judgment. The drag. Ain't nothing like that. 
like you're really tired. You, you really the, can't the running on fumes. Vibe. Yes. You can't make sound decisions because there's no rest for the wicked. mind. Mind needs to rest. Body needs to rest. Y'all know what it's like when you just go, 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 go nonstop. You start getting delusional. Yeah. Hell it's like yeah. I can't even everything starts running together. So we don't want to get like that. Right. So when these triggers show up for you. This is an indication that you need to make some some adjustments in your life. So if one of these shows up, maybe it's um, I'm making impulsive decisions with poor judgment. Maybe I have displaced anger. Maybe I notice that I'm a little lonely. Mm -hmm. Then that's danger present. Yeah. You're not completely fucked, but, you know, you might <laughs> have to dial back a little. Almost. But you know what? I think I think what we should do is kind of shift our energy just for a moment because I think it probably makes a little more sense um, if we discuss how to understand res responding to expectations, like our own expectations, and maybe some other people's. Because I think once you have a good grasp of how you um, identify expectations and what your response is, then you'll have a better idea of how to prevent burning out and. You know, then we'll give you guys some steps and some tools okay. for your toolkit Take us there. to keep from being dragged by the bottom part of your ass. Okay. So um, there's a book. It's called The Four Tendencies. It's by Gretchen Rubens. And in this book, she um, essentially identifies the four personality traits and how each determines how we work towards happiness, health and productivity. Um, and basically all of us will land in one of these categories based on how we respond to expectations mm -hmm. so understanding how we respond to expectations both external and internal and we know like there's external stressors or expectations and there's internal um expectations external would be like work deadlines or like um dinner plans with friends mm -hmm. or obligations right, Sunday, Sunday. period shit on the outside internal or like new year's resolution goals um you want to start meditating shit that you kind of do personal Things for yourself personal yeah shit that no one knows about um but the more we gain insight to our ability to achieve and meet said goals we have a better insight on like how can i move forward and fulfill these expectations well got it so the way we respond to the, the expectations that we set for ourselves or that have been set for us, whether external set for us or internal set for ourselves, mm -hmm. that's called a tendency. And so with the four tendencies, there's um, four different categories. There's the upholder, the questioner, the obliger, or the rebel. Mm -hmm. So it's important for us as people to recognize our tendency because when we know our tendency or the way we respond to expectations, we're likely able to achieve our goals more effectively. Yeah. Um, and, and Gretchen put in her book um, that we can make better decisions. We can meet deadlines. We can meet our promises to ourselves. We suffer less stress and we're able to engage more deeply with others. Right. Yeah. And it's, it's good to kind of know, I guess, what, it, what the tendency of your friends or your significant others are. And I guess your work colleagues if you care that much i don't so you don't know what you're fucking with or yeah i mean i don't care about my what my work people's tendencies are i think it's good to know what your friends are the people who are close to you then you'll know like okay if my friend's a questioner like i know what to expect from them yeah that vibe so um we'll give a, a quick general overview of each tendency as gretchen describes them mm -hmm. Brittany mentioned them before the upholder the questioner and the, the obliger and the rebel um and then we'll let you guys know how to figure out what you yeah, are you don't have to read the whole book mm -mm. we have a little quiz or gretchen gretchen, has a, gretchen quiz. has a quiz that you can take so you can quickly identify hey this is my tendency okay and now this is what i need to do to move forward mm -hmm. uh, maybe i may be more susceptible to burnout burnout yeah we're gonna we're gonna get all talk to all of that so first one mm -hmm. the upholder so if you're an upholder you respond well to both inner and outer expectations for example you hold yourself accountable to meet personal new year's resolutions just as you readily work toward professional goals set by your boss and company mm. so you can do both 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 b-o-f-f uh-huh um the questioner so this person you question all outer expectations until you're able to justify that it's not arbitrary, it's not in, um, inefficient or irrational from your view point of view. Excuse me. You turn an external expectation into an internal one, which is more important to you, and you work toward it on your own terms. So you're more worried about like personal fulfillment, kind of. Mm, I think it's more you of like find a way to make it 
personal so that you have the drive to get it done? Yeah. And I think it just has to be valid. Like, yo, I'm not doing shit just, just because off the rip. Okay. Got mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Then there's the obliger. So if you're an obliger, you're able to meet others' expectations of you, but you struggle to set and keep your own personal goals. You find it easier to accomplish things if someone else is holding you accountable. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, mm-hmm. my friend needs me to be here at 10 PM to assist her with coordinating her birthday party but, but on the I'm other hand i'm not gonna throw a birthday party for myself i'm not gonna go through the steps yes. even if i want one i'm not gonna take the necessary steps to plan me a nice event just like i would for my friend yes something like or that. yeah that or like oh my friend wants to go on a hike every morning at 10 a.m but if it was just me by myself I probably wouldn't, wouldn't go, go. Yeah. Um, next or last up is the rebel. So mm-hmm. you ins- you resist all expectations, whether internal or external. Okay. So and what, what the fuck going on? <laughs> and and you only do things that you want to in your own way. So just a quick recap in a nutshell. Upholders want to know what should be done. They just need to know what 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 to, what we doing. Yeah. What to do. Questioners want justifications. Okay. Obligers need accountability. And rebels want freedom to do something their own way. So Brittany and I took the quiz. We took it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm a questioner. I'm an upholder. I knew I was, I was like, mm, I'm probably going to be that or. I didn't I even, know. I didn't even read through them. I was just like, let me just take it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would say that this is true. Again, you have to answer these questions honestly in order to get something accurate, even if it's not something that you really want to be true. Try to answer the questions as honestly as possible so that you can get your correct tendency. So, yeah, I'm an upholder. I just want to know what can be done and then, you know, give me the task and I can complete it. Yeah. Whether it's for me, whether it's for someone else. I really pride myself in getting shit done. I'm a get shit done type of bitch. Come on. When when you take the quiz, they send you like a little, you can download your results and they have like specific quotes. Just a couple quotes for every um. Oh, tell us the quote. Category. So the upholder says, I do what others ex- expect of me and what I expect for myself. Okay. Which is good. The questioner is, I do what I think is best according to my judgment. If mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense, I won't do it. Okay. The obliger is, I do what I have to do. I don't want to let others down, but I may let myself down. Okay. The rebel is, I do what I want in my own way. If you try to make me do something, even if I try to make myself do something, I'm less likely to do it. So, um... Like I said, I'm a questioner. Questioners question all expectations and they respond to an expectation only if they conclude that it makes sense. In essence, it's kind of like only meeting your inner expectations. Like you mentioned, you flip the shit, you flip it and tumble it. To make it work for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we're motivated by logic, by reason and fairness. They wake up and think what needs to get done today and why. I'm totally that kind of person. So, um, yeah. I get to decide if an action is, is a, like a good idea or not. And I read, I risk, I'm just going to say, put it in terms of myself. Um, I resist doing things that seem to lack purpose. Okay. So now that we know these tendencies, which tendency do you think experiences the most burnout? Do you think that you experience just, let's just say our personal first, and then we'll say which what it tendency. really is. Yeah. Do you think that you experience burnout or a problem with pacing yourself with work? Do you have a hard time with mm, it? Personally, no. I feel like I'm pretty I'm pretty well balanced. Like I feel like I am. I don't I, I feel like most times I'll get anxious about doing shit. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God. I like, have so much to do. Yeah, feelings of overwhelm. But I think it's only it's valid because the shit that I think that I the shit that I'm doing is things that I feel like make Need sense. To be done. It's purposeful. It be done. Exactly. It's not like I just take on all of these um roles and jobs and acts and everything's on my plate and I'm like oh my god it's stuff that I've already decided like yeah I can do that I can do that I can do that that makes sense okay now and I want to do it yeah Mm -hmm. so no I don't I don't really feel that way okay what about yourself um I I would say I don't think um me personally as an upholder (laughs) (laughs) since that's what we're talking about the tendencies um I don't think that we have the the most tendency to experience burnout or pace in ourselves. Me personally, I know when I need to take a step back mm-hmm. and I know when I need to turn shit up. Yeah. I'm, okay. Yeah. I'm in Level tune up. with like, you know, you can be doing more or girl, you're doing too much. You need to take a break. But um, after reading this information, I would say that an obliger probably has a harder time with they burnout do. and pacing themselves because they take on so much in efforts to please other people mm-hmm. that it can be overwhelming and you're just going nonstop because that's one thing about um, expectations. I feel like we can, mo- and you can monitor others' expectations of you, 
But when you don't give a fuck, mm-hmm. people aren't going to be mind. A lot of times people aren't going to be mindful like she's doing this or she's doing that or I've asked her to do this or mm-hmm. she may be doing that. They'll just be like, if you're doing it, do it. Yeah. And so you can become burnt the fuck out. Yeah. I'm just going to go back a little bit to what you said because I didn't want to cut you off. With the upholder, um, the upholder has the probably the most balanced at not experiencing or the most balanced in regards to the, the least likely to experience burnout uh-huh. because the upholder finds value in doing what's externally expected of them. Also internally expected of them. It's just like what you said. You have a good idea of like when to take it up, when to turn it down, mm-hmm. when to rest, when to like totally go into beast mode. But these people find value in both qualities and are doing both, both things equally well, equal, equally. Yeah. They or both like equal, equally matter, equally you know? Matter, so it's yeah. not like I got to work, work, work like the obligers, like everything is external. So you often are, put more pressure you have more pressure put on you because shit is literally being pushed upon you right you know what i mean and it's hard when you're a people pleaser a lot of people pleasers are obligers yeah yeah definitely twofold yeah yeah so just wanted to they're almost synonymous yeah i like them both they're equally good yes okay so now that we know about the different tendencies um and how those look like and also what burnout is. Let's talk about how we can prevent burnout or pacing themselves. Say you got mm-hmm. a tendency or maybe just outside of the tendency, you feel like I need to make some adjustments because I'm not operating at my optimal level. Yeah, highest you know? frequency. Some shit's going on. You're vibrating a little low. Yeah, and we don't want that. Mm-mm. So first step. I was about to say first, first off, off, this beat bang. Hey. Sorry. Okay. So mm-hmm. first step. Go ahead. I'm here with you. Okay, you're going to have to <laughs> delegate tasks to other team members if you're working with a team or outsource some shit. Mm-hmm. So if someone can do a task quicker and more efficiently than you can, hand it over and focus on what you do best. Okay? Yeah. And what you're qualified to do because this frees up time for you to really give what you're good at your all. Mm-hmm. There's When I think about this podcast, there's just shit that Germany and I aren't good at. Yes. Period. There's things that we need help with. And we're not afraid to acknowledge that, hey, we need some help. Hey, we need to outsource this so that we can refocus our energy on the shit that we're good at. Yeah. You can't do it all. And even at your white man gig, you got to delegate. You got to let your manager know um, that's not my strong suit. And you know what? Once you once you are really able to focus on the shit that you're really good at and hand over the shit that you aren't, Things fall into place better. It yeah. flows because you're you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. Right. The shit that you're good at. Once yeah. you're trying to do it all, the one man band. It's no wonder why you're burnt out. <laughs> There's not too many one man bands. Look back to the homecoming doc. Beyonce, yes, she was the visionary, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who had the the large vision. But she had the choreographers. She had the the costume designer. She had the individual dancers, the people that brought it all together to make Beachella what it was. The bitch couldn't do it alone. No, hell no. Yeah. You have to delegate. Get a team. Um, Next, to help yourself prevent burnout and pace yourself, we need to schedule everything, even our free time. And also get get passionate about free time. And, like, get passionate about just allowing yourself those times to, like, recalibrate. Yes. You know, as passionate as you time. That. Yeah, as passionate and, and as much as you prioritize work and other people and meeting everybody else's expectations, you gotta gotta put that same energy, keep that same energy, you know, for yourself mm-hmm. and and doing free time, especially if you're one of those people who are like a workaholic. Some people pride themselves yes. on being workaholics. Like yeah. I grind, 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 I work, 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 work. You gotta shift that energy, boo boo. Because that's where a lot of people's value lie in work. Like because it's society am, we I live in. I am my work and my work is me. Yeah, the society that we live in. Because you know what? In different parts of the country, different parts of the world, not this country, no. in other countries, you know, they actually set, a time, set aside time for naps, siestas, rest. Days the fuck off. Come on. Yeah. It's just not fair. Because we shouldn't be working five days on and two off. It's just not balanced. That's, that's really not fair. <sighs> but here we are. We're doing it. So let's keep it up. So since we're doing it, here's the third step. Mm-hmm. If if possible, try to work in a new environment. It's I know, possible. I know a lot of um, corporate jobs and just workspaces 
are allowing people to like step away from their desk. You don't mm-hmm. have to just be confined to your desk. Um, I know at my job, we have like bean bags or standing desks where people can just move, get up and go to like a different conference room or collaborative room to do work. And then also outside, they're equipping the outer spaces with Wi-Fi so you mm-hmm. can go work outside if you want. Yeah. Um, but if you're um, an entrepreneur, why don't you try working at a coffee shop, a library, a co-working space, a park? Um, because when you change up your environment, this helps spark your creativity and or helps you cultivate new energy for your work. We do that. I mean, we do a lot of like work centralized to our, our homes, our spaces where, you know, like we have to record or we have to do shit to just meet up. But sometimes we're like, nope, Saturday morning, we're going and to a coffee shop. period. Like we have to get out and do something else and be in new energy. And once you're around other people working and being creative, that energy is all in one space. You know, that yeah. creative energy is just bouncing around and flying around. You can't help but to like, get some good shit cracking off yeah it's inevitable especially when you go to an intentional space we've talked about Mm -hmm. the black owned coffee shops and how the vibe yeah we were moved by the vibe yes so yeah new environment yes next um just have a creative outlet so if your white man gig or a corporate job doesn't allow you to utilize your creative muscles just make sure you engage in other creative outlets to keep you motivated and engaged so you know Tap into whatever it is that you're passionate about, your side projects. Yeah. Create time for those things. If you can help a friend on something that they're really passionate about and you can you can find your resources or ways for you to be utilized, do that. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be profitable. No. It can just be something that, you know, allows you to use get your creative juices flowing. Yeah. Like, hey, girl, I see you working on this, that, and the third. Do you need anybody to help with your website? I've been doing graphic design on the side mm-hmm. or, you know... I got a business and I do this, that, and the third. I would love to partner with you on your next event. Whatever it is, tap into that. Yeah. Um, break large projects. This is a big one. Mm-hmm. Break large projects into daily, weekly, and monthly goals. You want to give yourself enough time to complete shit. And this is something that we do a lot, too. We'll be like, okay, we have the event. What are all the steps, necessary small steps that we have to do to make sure the event is executed to the best of our ability so if you have something where you you've been given a deadline consider all the days you have to complete the project and then assign each task to a specific calendar date so by 422 i need to do this Mm -hmm. or on 423 i'm going to call up vendors or sponsors whatever it is Mm -hmm. and this prevents you from scrambling to finish anything or putting off too much until the end to where yeah you are going to be burned out because bitch now you're doing everything at once yeah ain't nothing like that you gotta utilize time time is your friend if you greatest resource if you use it correctly Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so spread that bitch out like legs Brittany. okay (laughs) next we're gonna take some breaks you know going back to the rest and the underlying central theme of this episode breaks rest yeah i mean come on so taking breaks helps us clear our minds um you know it helps us really accomplish our goals if you're having a clear mind you can really be in mode to execute some shit yeah so this also allows us to reflect on what we've been doing how we've been doing it and in that course or time of reflection we might even see like yo i could be doing that more effectively i could be doing this more efficiently you can really see like where your area of opportunity lies you might think you're doing something and it's a one but maybe not Yeah. once you take a step back you're like look uh, at it with some new eyes yes come back see that okay "Hmm, this wasn't working shit got to be changed flipped and tumbled speaking of looking at shit and reflecting Mm -hmm. make sure that you set a realistic standard to compare your progress to so instead of comparing your progress to what someone else is doing just compare to what you what you did a year ago that is a great ruler Mm -hmm. because when we look back to what we were doing a year ago we're like wow last year we have 400 followers today we have this many followers I'm just saying, like, or like last year I didn't have a website. This year I have a website. Mm-hmm. Last year I had two downloads. This year I have 200. But if you're comparing it to, they have 10,000 downloads and this, and I have 2,000. But last year you had two. Right, right. You might not have their 10,000, but you have a thousand more than you had last year. So just compare your progress to the past. Don't you don't have to go too far back. Use like a a pretty healthy window. I think a year is a good mark. I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, Another one is to use your future self as like 
a friend, a buddy, a marker. Mm -hmm. So um, essentially what this looks like is reflecting on what's going to be most beneficial to or for your future self. So if you have to say something, say yes to something now that you know will be harmful or non-beneficial to your future self, say no. Yeah. So no. practice boundaries, saying yes to things that you feel confident that won't drag your ass in the future and no to things that will drag you in the future. I.e., if my friend wants me to do something for her that's going to take all night and I know I have work or something that I have to do tomorrow or I want it to rest and I'm going to be dragged. If it's not realistic, then I have to say no, because future Germany is going to be pissed off. She didn't get any rest. Yeah. She has a five day work week and podcast shit to do. I, I just can't. Yeah, it's OK to honor yourself in that way, too. It is. Future self matters. You deserve. You deserve. Lastly understand when it's you and when it's them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So when you're in a work setting, there are multiple factors outside of your control, which can contribute to you burning out. Mm -hmm. So perhaps there are a hell of demands and you know, you guys don't have the resources. Period. So that's the case. Sometimes maybe you're doing everything you're supposed to do, but the environment or the conditions that you're working under just aren't ideal. And you got to move, <laughs> remove yourself, pull out. That's that's it. Knowing when to go. Yeah. That's another tip. Knowing when you've done all that you can do and something else has to be done. Period. So that you again can be performing at your optimal level. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. Um, if you want to, if these are signs that after <laughs> applying all of this information, taking the tendency quiz, going through these steps, here are some ways that you can tell you have a healthy workplace or maybe none of this shit applies and you're like, just get me to the, get me to the good stuff. Mm -hmm. So here are signs that you have a healthy workplace while you're working or just in general, you feel enthusiastic and energetic. You're inspired to create and engage in activities. That's work and non-work. Yes. You're moving, you're feeling good, you're feeling healthy, upbeat, you know, outside of life's ups and downs, overall. Twists and turns. You feel good. <laughs> yeah. Another sign that you have a healthy work, a healthy work pace or, you know, work-life balance, you ain't burnt out, is you have a rich non-work life. You participate in activities outside of work. You're engaging in hobbies that are challenging and fulfilling. You're not one of those people who are always bringing the work home or you can't separate from work or, you know, people are like, I got my work phone, my iPad. I'm doing this for my boss on the side. Yes. No, like you're able to healthily, healthily unplug yes. and do things like go to Coachella or go do yoga with your friends. Or maybe you're doing like CrossFit and you feel super challenged and engaged when you do that. You know, you have a good work-life balance and your non-work life is very rich, fulfilling. You're cultivating some good shit. Yeah, not not sitting at Coachella or yoga and talking about work still. It's yes. like you're able to completely disconnect at some point, you know, and mm -hmm. then you can plug back in and get back to the money. Yeah. Um, But both equally good. And lastly, if you feel relaxed and refreshed and ready to tackle your life and do what you need to do, then that's a sign that you have a healthy workplace and you're you're not burning yourself out. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a it's a it's a journey. It's a, for the marathon sure. continues. And that's the main idea. Like life is a marathon, not a sprint. All aspects of life, mm -hmm. relationships, work, friendships. We have to pace ourselves because we only get this one life. So you, what you sprinting to, <laughs> you know, take yeah. your time, mm -hmm. take your time. We're here for you. We're here for you. So your journal prompt for this week, cause y'all said y'all like them. So we going to keep them coming. Yeah. So what is um, it? So this is just a time for you to reflect and do your own self inventory. And the question for your journal this week is what is my relationship surrounding meeting expectations? Let that take you somewhere. Yes. You know, it, do you feel like you're pulled out of your, your, yourself, your healthy, higher self doing shit for other people? You feel like maybe you, you all good, write it down, let it out and make some adjustments, especially after you've taken your quiz, honey, especially after you've taken your quiz, maybe you need to do, um, more intern set more internal expectations. Mm -hmm. Maybe you need more external, you know, yeah. the tools are here. Yes. So we have, again, the quiz down in the show notes for you. Yeah. Um, take that. Give us your your feedback. Mm -hmm. Let us know if this told you some information that you didn't already know about yourself. But, you know, most of the time when we give information here, it's shit. It's self-awareness. It's shit we already knew. Yeah. But it's like. Time yeah. to apply. Basically. It's application. That's application. what it be. Application. Application. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Next, we are going to 
pick up, pick your, up your pen. pen. We're, we're dropping, dropping a gem. So a few episodes back, we were telling you all that we were going to do a little cleanse, the CKLS, which is colon, kidney, liver, spleen Mm -hmm. cleanse. And we told you we would report back. Well, this is our report back. (laughs) Um, Post Coachella, we decided to up the ante on the cleanse because Coachella. Right. You know, cleanse body. (laughs) Um, So we took three pills. They come in pill form. Capsule. Baby. Baby. We got rocked. <laughs> we got rocked. So essentially what this is, is like a detox where shit has to come out of you. And you literally shed that, that lining of your colon. Your colon. Your colon. All of these organs really like the colon, the kidney, the, the, kidney, liver, the liver, spleen. spleen. Like if you ever take an antibiotics, that shit has to go through your liver. So we took three of these three for two days. And I, I will say that it kicked in. Lightheaded, dizzy. I'm like, woo. I was feeling lightheaded. I was feeling dizzy, dizzy, but some shit was expelled for me. I'll say that. You have to drink a lot of water. So just be careful with this. We already told you the benefits. You know, it's definitely good for detoxing. Um, yeah. And healthy maintenance, too. After you've done the initial detox, you can dial back to taking one capsule per day. Mm-hmm. And it'll still help, you know, detoxify. I probably need to take three tonight. You're going to take three tonight? Mm-hmm. Okay. Prayers up. Yeah. Um, and it'll continue to detoxify your system. You don't have to take three daily, but um, it's a it's a good good tool. Good tool. And it's by New Body. New we'll body. have this information down in the show notes as well. If you want to purchase you some, if you're in LA, you can pull up to Simply Wholesome and buy them in person. Um, but it's some good shit. Good shit. Good shit. Literally and figuratively. Yes. No. No girl, pun intended. No <laughs> pun. And also, no girlfriend gag this week. The gag is get your tickets to the event because that's where all the gag is going to happen. <laughs> so that's um, it. So hopefully this information was value added. It was useful. You're able to take it, apply. That's really all we want you to do. Take and apply. Take and apply. Make sure you share uh, this podcast. Post it in your stories. Tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. And we'll see you same time next. What is that saying? Same, same time, time, same, same place. place. Bye. I same love time, you. Same time, same place. New information. Oh, bye. bye. Love you. Bye. I love you.